why does a narcissist hate his kids? He says he loves them. He says he cares about them. He says he wants them in his life, but doesn't seem to match up. It doesn't seem to show actual behavior of saying, hey, I actually love my kids and want to spend time with them. Typically, when we talk about kids and we talk about a narcissist, the really the two main factors that are going on there is image and money. This is how is this kid going to make me look better to society, make me look like a good parent? Or how is this kid, if I have this kid more, then I have to pay less money in child support? Like, how is this actually going to work in my benefit, in my favor? A lot of times narcissists will tell you, I love my kids, but how they actually demonstrate it shows the complete opposite. So why is that? Why does a narcissist actually hate their kids? Because they don't love them by what they demonstrate. They don't love them about what shows up. So they must hate their kids, right? We're going to dive into that today. We're going to talk through it a little bit just to be able to see a perspective from a narcissist of what's actually going on, of what this looks like. So we're going to talk through three main points. Part of it is going to be how narcissist shows up, the entitlement, the lack of empathy, how that interacts with their children. Another piece of it is going into unresolved issues, how a narcissist actually projects those onto the kids, onto everybody there. And then also there's this piece of control and dominance, of having that over not just you, but also the kids as well. And then we're going to kind of touch on really quick of how that image and money piece shows up consistently in a toxic relationship. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. Be able to check it out because it is a step-by-step -step process we've built to break you out of a trauma bond, help you get free from rumination, reduce the triggers that you have in your life, and how to continuously show up for you. So when we talk about narcissists and their kids, big disconnect happens with cognitive distance of what it actually looks like. Do I believe what he says, that he loves the kids, or do I believe what he demonstrates, which is he hates the kids? Well, narcissists, as you already know, have a lack of empathy, a lack of care for another person. A lot of times that person just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to the narcissist, doesn't matter to what's showing up. No matter what happens, there's this piece of entitlement and there's piece of a lack of empathy that doesn't really matter for them. Okay, so when narcissists bring this up, they have this towards you. You see this all the time where they won't engage with your emotions or your feelings. You're going to see this including the kids. Now, some people are like, but he's a great dad. Like he, he, he's abusive to me, but he's a great dad. Like that's literally how people describe it sometimes. You need to understand if the narcissist is being abusive to you, they're also being abusive to the kids in demonstration. You're like, but they don't see anything. You'd be amazed what kids see. You'd be amazed just not what they see, but the energy, the feelings, the emotion, the tones that they pick up on that you don't actually realize they pick up on. The narcissist doesn't really care about you. A hard one for a lot of people to hear. They don't want to hear it, okay, because it felt so good. It felt so great. Well, the same thing, the narcissist like didn't have this super care for you and only you and didn't have no care for you and only you. They just have no care in general. Narcissist doesn't care about you. Narcissist doesn't care about your kids. If that's all you hear from this video, good, because I hope it gets through your head of what it actually looks like, of how it's actually demonstrated on a day-to-day -day basis. And that's how you know for sure. Because narcissists will say, I want time with my kids. And then you say, okay, here's the times you can show up that are work around your work schedule. Do they show up? No. 
or they show up and they drop the kids off somewhere else because they want the image, but they don't want to actually do the work, to do the work of actually working with the kids, of helping them. So a lot of times our students will view the children as being extensions of themselves. Like, okay, like they're growing up and as a result, they try to control and mold them to fulfill their own desires, their own needs. And so a lot of times you're going to see a narcissist that wants the kid to look a certain way, to act a certain way, typically to be able to prop up the narcissist's fragile sense of self and ego. But a lot of times you're going to see this in the relationship being like, oh, here's a kid that can actually help me look better. Do they say that? Do they necessarily think that? No, but that is the action that happens consistently. Problem is when the child starts to get old enough that they start to assert their independence. They start to push back on what the narcissist is saying. This will a lot of times contribute to intense emotions where narcissists will rage out, where narcissists will get frustrated. For instance, like if I say, hey, stop doing this to my daughter and she does the exact opposite, like I want to be able to rage out. Like I want to be able to frustrate because I'm like, you just did that. You know, it's, it's ridiculous, but that's the thought process. Because like I'm entitled to you to listen to me instantly. Is that the case? No, because she's young. And so I have to be able to take a step back and be like, wait a second. Like she's still learning. She's still processing. Was that something that was life and death? No. Like it's just my ego. It's just my entitlement that wants to pop up and be like, do this. In reality, like I'm not actually teaching her how to be able to grow, change, and develop when I do things like that. Okay? Sometimes you're going to see this come out in like actually showing hatred towards your, your kids. Like you're going to see this like for, for them actually standing up for themselves, uh, expressing their individuality, pursuing interests outside of what the narcissistic parent wants. Like the narcissist is like, you need to do this because it makes me look good. You need to do this because this is what we do. You need to do this because this is who I am. And the child's like, I don't want to do that. You see the narcissist get really, really pissed because they're frustrated because you're not helping prop up my image. Okay. Sometimes you'll see it when the child starts to set boundaries, like whether young or whether like growing up like later in life. Like this piece starts to be a threat to the narcissist of like, you're actually threatening me because you're taking away my dominance, my control over you. Normally you'll see stuff ramp up and get more abusive, more emotionally, mentally abusive and charged because of that. All right. One of the other aspects too is projection. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but projection of unresolved issues. Uh, narcissists oftentimes project their own issues onto another person. Like they'll take the things that they're struggling with, like a, a low self-image of like how they actually view themselves and project it onto the child. Uh, they'll, they'll view like their insecurities or different pieces like project on the other child, like to be able to get away from it. You see this because it's already happened to you. It's already happened in the relationship. The narcissist being like, why are you so angry? And they're angry and you're not angry, but it gets projected onto you. Why are you the one cheating when you're not cheating? But they're the one cheating. And you see it as self-confession. Like, like this will happen over and over. And you need to understand if, if it's happening to you, what makes you think it's not going to happen to your kids? There's not this innate desire and love that narcissists always have about their kids of like, oh my gosh, like they mean the world to me. You didn't mean the world to them. Neither does anyone else. You need to be able to understand that. So a lot of times you'll see unresolved issues that get projected. They get pushed on the child. And this is where the children start to feel and realize that they have to parent the parent. 
that they have to actually take care of the parent's emotions, that they have to watch what they do, watch what they say around that parent because of the ramifications that might come from that. Like we see this happen all the time where the child's like, ah, and kind of going back and forth because they don't know what to do. They are already stuck early on in that limbo of cognitive dissonance. Do I do this and make him mad? Do I do this and I'm going to upset me? Like, which do I actually do? I don't know. And so you'll see this where narcissists will project their issues onto the child. Now, sometimes they might see the kids as reflections of their own flaws, which will trigger resentment, trigger contempt. This is how you have different dynamics in the relationship of having a golden child that's like put up on a pedestal, of having the scapegoat that everything's wrong with that person. Like the narcissist a lot of times will put something on that and be like, you're so awful in this area. And they'll start to degrade and put down and belittle. Like projection for a narcissist is a defense mechanism. So that like, I don't have to acknowledge what's actually going on inside. Let me project it onto you. Narcissist does this to you. They'll also do it to your kids. So you need to be very, very careful. Think of it this way. Narcissist who struggles with low self-esteem may belittle and criticize your kid relentlessly projecting self-doubt onto the kid. Like they may devalue the accomplishments of the child. They may compare it unfavorably to other people. Like they seem to diminish the child's sense of self-worth. As a result, projecting the things that they feel onto the other person. This has already happened to you. You've already seen this in your life. You'd be able to understand it doesn't change with the kids. All right, third point I want to bring up before we, before we talk about one last thing. Okay, third point, need for control and dominance. Okay, narcissists want to control and have dominance in all relationships, not just yours, but also the kids. Now, the kids, it normally like falls under that role pretty easy, so it doesn't become super aware early on because they're a parent to a child. So they're already like, there's already a dynamic there. That's how the narcissist often treats you, right? Parent, child, teacher, student, that kind of thing. So the children, it doesn't show up as being like, oh, it's a bad thing because they're like, oh, he's just being a parent. Okay, but a lot of times parents will use this, narcissistic parents will use this as the child is being an object to manipulate, to exploit, to be able to do whatever they want and to keep that person showing them as a better image, as a better sense of self to other people. Now, you need to understand, you see the triggers that happen a lot when you have a child. Because you see a narcissist being like, wait a second, it's not all, all about me. You also see the triggers happen out when the child starts to just assert their own autonomy, uh, like challenging different things because they don't know what's going on in life. Because again, it threatens the narcissist. It ramps it up. All right, so we need to understand really quick that a narcissist doesn't care about you and a narcissist doesn't care about their kids. Some people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you'd say that. Narcissists hates their kids because of how they actually show up. The reason why is because, because kids to a narcissist are an inconvenience and a liability. A waste of time, a waste of money. Like, how can you say that? That is a mean way to be able to say it. I'm just trying to say it how it's true. A lot of you that are listening to this don't want to even admit that it's true. You'd rather hold on to an image of him being a good dad, even though he beats you, and think that that's okay. You have to hold on to an image of like, it's not that bad for the kids when they don't have any emotional support when they're at his house. Like you need to get real with the facts of what's actually going on. You can't have someone in your life that is abusive to you and is not abusive to the kids. You're like, but he's not. He's a great dad to the kids for now. 
He was a great dad. He was a great, not a great dad. He was a great person to you at the beginning of the relationship. And then it changed. It will change as the kids start to develop their own autonomy. The biggest thing you need to understand is you developing you so you can be there as a support for the kids as they go through this. Whether you're in the relationship or whether you're out of the relationship. And in order to be able to heal that, in order to be able to work through that, you need to be able to change the story that you believe. The story that has you stuck thinking that the person is a positive influence or isn't that bad or isn't that toxic. But they're slowly degrading your child's sense of self-worth and self-esteem and they will turn up either turning out to be a narcissist or they'll be with a narcissist down the road getting abused just like you. If you're at the place that you want to actually make a change and start to move forward in your healing process, go to claritychallenge.net. Claritychallenge.net is a 45-day challenge that has you investing in you on a daily practice to start to develop who you are, to start to develop the direction you're going, to start to develop healthy boundaries, the trauma bond, to be able to break that, to be able to get rid of the rumination, eradicate the triggers. So many different pieces in there that we've put together in a systematic process. Go to claritychallenge.net to be able to start off today. If you want to interact with me, if you want to kind of accelerate your growth as we as we do one-on-ones, as we actually help you through the process, giving you the frameworks and the action plans, then go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to be able to talk to you there. We'd love to be able to help you move forward in your growth and your healing and your change. <music>